0: Thank you, worship team. They brought tears to my eyes. Jesus took the fall for us. That's what they were singing. Instead of you and me being crucified for our sins, he was crucified on our behalf. What a phenomenon. What a change. What a love. We're talking about the love of God during the breaking of bread. He loved us so much. That he died for us. That's what he did. Think of that all this week. Today, I want to share with you a message that's been working in my heart for for three weeks on walking with God. Are we walking with God? In the Bible. In Genesis chapter 5 and verse 24, the Word of God talks about someone by the name of Enoch. And it says, he walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. We want to concentrate first on walking with God. A godly man wrote, and I quote this, Enoch is a striking character. He's one of but two men of whom it is said in the scripture that he walked with God. True. He's one also of but two men who lived on this earth and went to heaven without passing through the portals of death. And he's the only one. Except our blessed Lord, of whom it is written, underline that, he pleased God. The fact of fellowship with God is suggested by these four words. Enoch walked with God. Through several aspects in the Bible... Our walk is emphasized by some words. In Genesis like 17:1, the Lord told Abraham, "Walk before me." He was implying that sincerity. In 2 John 2:6 says, "Walk in the same manner as he walked." That's for us believers. And he's asking us to be obedient people. And walk in him telling of the union with him. Also we find it in Colossians, which we're going to study this next few weeks. But the best, the best walk is walking in fellowship with God. This is, in my opinion, life's ideal and the plan of God's purpose for you and for me, for humankind. And to be, to go into the subject, what, what it means walking with God. What does it mean? Adol, would you, could you help me out on this one? But aren't we all walking with God? We shall see. That my first word is, it means here's my interpretation: you are going in God's direction. Stay with me. If I see someone nodding, he wants to go to sleep, I'll call you by name. How about that? <laughs> I'll wake you up. If you want to walk with someone, if you want to walk with someone, there must be, in my opinion, a starting point, right? Okay. If you call me next morning and say, Adel, I would like to walk with you. I walk every day. And that's what I, when I thought of that. I want to walk with you. What time shall we start? Right? Don't we? And if I tell you, come walk with me any we might not meet with each other at all. And then we have to name the place. A place where you should meet to begin the walk together, right? These are these are elementary things. And then you make an appointment, right? To meet at a certain place. And then you have to say, what time? Alright. The Bible is very clear on that. And this is from the Bible. It's not from me. If you open Amos chapter 3, verse 3, I'm sure, very well, I'm sure that some of us know it. And especially, especially Dave Thompson. Okay, he can quote it for you. He is a man of God. Do, the question here it is, in the Bible. Do two men walk together unless they have made an appointment? How about that? And in some in some translations, unless they have an agreement, which is almost the same thing. Dean, you might have an agreement in your Bible there. Yeah. Before anything else, before anything else, we see Enoch had to be in harmony with God for his long and blessed walk with God. You cannot have two strangers meet and enjoy a walk without knowing each other. They have nothing to talk about. They might talk about the weather. They might talk about politics. They might talk and so But before, if you want to walk with a friend, you need to be in harmony or someone. You be need first to know them and have harmony with them to enjoy the walk. So an agreement was made. Let's let's go a little bit, it's a little bit uh, in our imagination, you know, and think about it. An agreement was made between God and Enoch. Shall we call it a reconciliation? Enoch is coming from a different background. From different ancestors and forefathers. And he had to, in order to walk with God and have his long walk with God, okay, he had first of all to be reconciled to God if you will please. They had to, they had to be two, these two become friends and have to be in harmony if, to be in harmony together. Something has taken place in the life of Enoch. God did not change. Enoch has to change. That's my point today. If you say, I'm walking with God, and there is no change in your life according to God's will, don't kid yourself, you're not walking with God. I'm straightforward. I'm not running in this political period for president, so you like it or not, that's fine. (laughs) I'm not running for office, too. So, but there must be, there must be a certain agreement. There must be a certain, what we call it, like-minded people. So Enoch had to be like-minded with God. He had to be reconciled with God. And what is reconciliation that took place there, there to start this wonderful life? According to the word of God, if you want you can open with me to second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 to 21 i will open my bible with you and this is how to start walking with god 17 there are many people that gave their testimonies and they're going to be baptized And they are going to be baptized based on their faith in Jesus Christ. And I call for anyone today that would like to be baptized to take Jesus as Savior and become a new creation. I'm going to read this this morning. Therefore, this afternoon, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Something happened in the life of Enoch. And it goes further on. All these things are from God who, and here's the word, reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. And he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. We have an assignment. We have an assignment as Christians to get people to be reconciled with God. You and I have a responsibility. And thank God that Enoch knew that responsibility and he was reconciled to God. Otherwise, otherwise, he couldn't have walked with him. Say, how do you know Adol? He couldn't have walked with him. How many days? How many days? A quiz, a test. 365 years not one day not two days not any walk in the park he walked with god 365 years that means something happened in the life of enoch do you think something happened in the life of god god didn't have to change god is unchangeable we 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 sang it unchangeable he is our god We, if we need to walk with God, you need to change your life. You need a change in your life. If you want to call it a change, that's fine. If you want to call it reconciliation, it's fine. It's fine, and it goes on to say, namely that God was in Christ, verse 19, reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses, Against them, and he has committed to us the ministry, if you will please, the word of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were entreating through us, we beg you on behalf of Christ, be ye reconciled to God. This is what is required by any person who says, I am walking with God. Thank God I am walking with God. Well, number one. Yes, it is your choice. To walk with God, you have to make a choice. And I bet you, one million percent, when you get to heaven, ask Enoch, Enoch, how did you get that appointment with God? He says, I had to seek God, and I found Him. God is available. And you can have an appointment with him this morning, or rather this afternoon. You can have an agreement with him to meet with him, and you will find him. He is not, never on vacation. He's never busy. Okay, like any when you want to make an appointment with a doctor, you know uh, the doctor cannot see you in two weeks. He'll see you in two days. He'll see you. You have to make an appointment, and it's never, never immediately unless you are in a in a very urgent situation. God is never asleep. God is never busy. God is available. When you knock at the door, he said, knock and you shall what? It shall be open to you. He is there to answer your question. He is there to attend to your needs and mine. And this is why pick up the phone and get an appointment with God this afternoon. Pick up this phone and say, I want to meet with you. If you don't know Jesus Christ yet, if you don't know Him, and you want to walk with Him, walking with Him means, alludes to it, that I want to have a relationship with God. I want to have a fellowship with God. You know, the fellowship with God is worth 10 million fellowships put together in this world. The fellowship is man will last to a certain time and for a certain, to a certain degree. But fellowship with Jesus Christ is eternal. The fellowship with Jesus Christ will take you to heaven, my friends, as it took Enoch to heaven. We shall review that hopefully next week if we cannot finish the day. And then what happened? What happened to Enoch when he got reconciled with God? When he was on the same page, if you will please, as we say today, with God. And you know one thing, you cannot take the book with, with you and say, Lord, I want you to be on my page. You can never do that. This will not work. Or if you're walking on the right side of the street, and said, why? Say, Jesus walking there, and you know he's walking there's the right side. Why don't you cross and walk with me? He said, no, you better cross and walk with me. You move over. Our way of life, before knowing Christ, is not a way that we can be proud of. It's something that was buried under the the blood of Christ. And we don't want to even think of it. Last week, last three, four weeks, we heard some testimony. And they were so beautiful. So beautiful testimonies. And uh, when, uh, when you find Christ, you will cling to him. And you want to walk with him. And you might run away from him, but he will always find you. But the first step, it will have to be you. It'll have to be you. And, the, and you say, Adol, I, I want to walk with God. I want to have that fellowship with God. I want to go in God's direction. I want to change my direction. Let me tell you one thing. You have to make an attempt to come to God and ask Him to take charge of your life. Mike Puzan... Said, okay, I am. I I I want to. I want to live my life. And he has a what? He has a ten-year plan to achieve his goals. And did you think the ten-year plan to achieve his goals got him anywhere? When you are living in darkness, you cannot achieve your goals. You people who are working in Corporations or anywhere. Forget about the goals you have put for yourselves. Unless you are a true believer in Jesus Christ. Unless you're walking with God. You will never be able to achieve any success in this life. Success is achieved when you walk with God. That's in my opinion. When you give him the reins, when you tell him, God, here's my life, take it in your hands. Young people, listen to me. You want to achieve success at school, at college? You want to graduate with honors? First of all, walk with God. And walk in His direction. There is no other way. I'm not going to let you off the hook. There is no other way. This walk is a genuine walk. There is no better fellowship. And when you are still in darkness, you will never achieve anything. I want to read something for you here. In, uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 11 and verse 10 it says, Verse 10 it says, but if anyone walks in the night, that means in darkness, he stumbles because the light is not in him. And I read a comment by Bill McDonald about this and I read it to you. If we are walking in fellowship with the Lord and doing His will, there is no power on earth. Listen to this, please. There is no power on earth that can kill us before God's appointed time. Keep walking. If you're walking with God, keep walking. If you're not walking... Pick up the phone and make an appointment. Pick up the phone and make that appointment. And you, and you know, when you come, when you come to make the appointment, when you want to come to Christ, you cannot come to Him, as I said, on your own terms. Are we, did we agree on that? You cannot come to Him on your own terms. Look, I have, I am a businessman. I am doing good. I have a plan. I want to succeed. I go, I go to church every now and then. Uh, I don't steal. I don't cheat. I, I have a good family. All this, all this in the eyes of God is not valid for a good walk with Him. Let me give you an example from the Bible. A religious man. A well-known man. Member of the Sanhedrin. Member of the highest court. The spiritual court in Israel. By name of his, his name was Nicodemus. Right? He came to Jesus and he didn't want anybody to see him. That he is humbling himself and talking to Jesus because he was a Jew. He came to Jesus at night. And he started, hello teacher. And he started trying to inflate Jesus Christ and establish a certain a certain relationship with him. Jesus Christ, stop, stop, stop here. Don't go any further. Nicodemus, you must be born again. Don't give me words. I know who I am. <laughs> I know. I am God incarnated. You don't have to tell me I'm a good teacher. I'm the teacher of teachers. I'm the God of the whole universe. I created you. I know what's in your heart. I know what's going in your mind. Nicodemus. don't start right. You want to see me? Let's start right. You want to see God? You want to walk with God? Start right. Lord Jesus, God, I want you to come into my life. I want you to take my life and change me. You must be born again. And that's a good start. That's what happened, Enoch. I believe, believe me when you get there, ask him. That's what happened. And what is start? What is start? And many people try, try many other ways to come to God. Uh, didn't we hear about that? There are many, many ways and say all ways, all roads lead to Rome. They don't lead anywhere. All other ways lead to, excuse me for that, hell and damnation. Only the way of Christ will lead you to heaven forever and ever. And you will have the greatest walk with God. He demands a total change. God has in mind a rebirth for you. He doesn't want to patch you up. Patching will not do. He said, I am. Don't forget your ways. Forget your 10-year plan. Forget your 5-year plan. Forget your other plans. Other plans. God has a way. And this way is, you must come through me. What does he say? I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And that's what the beginning. And you might say, I have, I have a plan. I have the plan. And it's totally different. I have an easy plan. And how many times you hear it? How many times you hear it about people have it? I have a plan for my life. I was so, so much, so much touched by the testimonies. And one testimony here. When this woman came to the end of herself. She stood. She sat here two weeks ago and I said to, I I didn't know what to do in my life. I went to Home Depot and I left Home Depot and instead of going right to go home, somehow my car went left and then it went left and I saw San Ramon Valley Bible Church brought tears to my eyes. And saw so a church, and came, and found Jesus, and she is walking with God, with all sincerity and zeal. Tracy, you were a blessing, and may the Lord use you to be a, more a blessing. This is, this if you want, if you you have to be serious. You have to be serious. When you know, when God points the way, take it and run with it. And stop making your own plans. And you say after, after these goals that are not achieved, what went wrong? How many times we say, say, what went wrong? We started good, what went wrong? Because you're doing it with your own efforts. Someone said, our efforts to improve our own lives are as trivial as sweeping a warehouse slated for the wrecking ball. All God wants is to see you walking with him in all sincerity. He wants a permission to build you. And make you a new creation in Him. Don't try to do it on your own. Don't try your efforts. Try your efforts. Your efforts means nothing to Him. Do not attempt to reform yourself. God does not require reformation. God requires salvation. God requires redemption. And that's how you start the walk with God. So, to the ones who do not know Jesus Christ as Savior, tell Him, I want to be reconciled with you today. I want to walk with you. And then back to the, back to the first question. Did you make that appointment? I have talked to, met, to so many people. Some came to the Lord and asked Him to become their Savior. And guess what? And they're still walking. And they're sitting here. And some, they're not here. And some answered me different questions. One of them, when I gave them the way of salvation and tell You need to start this walk with Jesus Christ. You know what he told me? He said, Adol, I am not ready to buy a car yet. He considered me like a car salesman. Trying to sell him the Lord Jesus Christ. I still remember. He said, I'm not ready to buy a car yet. One person answered me, just simple words. says, you know what? You're right. I am not ready yet. Let me ask you a question. When do you think you are going to be ready? When do you think you are going to buy this car? The opportunity is now. The opportunity is now. It's not tomorrow. Tomorrow it's not for you nor for me. Tomorrow is not ours. Do you want to walk with God? Seize the opportunity. Make that appointment. And come to Jesus. And you'll find peace and joy and security and prosperity. Let me tell you why I say this. I thought I will cover all the subject here, but I cannot cover it altogether. I'll uh, continue next week. But let me, let me tell you one, one thing here. If you make this appointment, this appointment you have to make. As I said, the first step is yours. Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to say, God, I want to walk with you. And if your life hasn't been, has been a so-so, off and on. Say, Lord, from now on, I want to be consistent with you. I want to make this commitment. And I don't care what happened. And when your Lord said go, you will go, right? Hopefully. When he told the disciples go, did they go? I read a simple story about that. When God says go, go, And do it. I encourage you. To go and do it. Start this walk. With God. He did not ask the disciples. To sit down. And evaluate what are the chances. That. Would turn in the future. Take the Lord now. Start walking now. And you know what he said. I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's not going to leave you in the middle of the road. Yes, we don't know the future. But the future is in his hands. And he will take care of you. Two Coast Guardsmen, a story, were preparing to engage in a rescue attempt of two fishermen lost in a storm. God bless the Coast Guard. Someone shouted out to them, Don't go out there, you may never get back. Listen to this. One of the guardsmen replied, We don't have to get back, but we have to go. My friend, that's when you make that commitment. And that is commitment. I don't know what happened tomorrow anyway. Tomorrow is not yours or mine. Today, I am following Jesus. When he met the disciples one by one, what did they tell him? Come and follow me. And they left everything and followed him. And Enoch left the whole thing and followed him. We shall cover, did he have a family? Did he have a family that had problems in life? Yes. And the Bible tells us about it. But he continued walking with God for how many years? I told you 365 years. It wasn't a week. It wasn't two weeks. It wasn't two months. And how many times you talk to some people, yeah, I used, I used to be saved. I used to walk with God. This is not salvation, my friend. Salvation is when you start walking with God and you continue until you meet your creator. When God saves, He saves forever. And this is my call to you. If you want to walk, to walk with God today, you take this walk and follow him. And as Tracy said when she ended up her testimony, no turning back. No turning back. You people who are going to be baptized very soon, I tell you right now, you made the commitment. You will go. You continue going, you make that commitment, and uh, we don't worry about what's happening tomorrow, for tomorrow is in His hand, not in yours. You want to walk with Him? That's the call. Make that appointment. Because there will come a time, there's another appointment mentioned in in the Word of God. There's another appointment. And that appointment, you don't have to make. That appointment is made for you. For the Bible says, it is appointed for men to die once and afterwards, the judgment. If you don't make the first appointment, you're going to get to the second appointment. And if you made the first appointment, the second appointment means nothing to you. Because whether you die, you go to heaven. Whether the Lord comes, he will take you to heaven. It's a win-win situation if you make that appointment today. If you don't, you will face death without Christ. I don't want you to do that. God doesn't want you to do that. Pick up the phone as we bow our heads for prayers. Pick yourself up, said Lord, I want to make this appointment. I want to walk with you. I want to follow you. And Enoch walked with God. This is of my first point. You are going in God's direction. If you have God as your Father, and Jesus as your Savior, you are going in the right direction. And that's a good walk with God. Please, don't wait for the second appointment. Seize the opportunity. And God will change you. And don't say, Adol, I'm not ready. Don't say that. For your own sake. Death. Comes. When we don't. When we are not ready for it. Or prepare. Prepare to meet your creator. In a nice and good way. And the Lord will bless you. If you. Took that word. And made that appointment. Stay on your seat. And come forward. And talk to me after we are dismissed tonight, this afternoon. And I'll tell you, it'll be a start of a great fellowship and the greatest walk you can ever have. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for the opportunity of reading your word and meditating on it. May you follow through the Holy Spirit into our hearts. Help us as believers to walk A committed walk with you. And those who do not know you as Savior, I pray with all my heart that they will make this appointment and it will be today. A new new dimension, a new life, new happiness, new joy will come to their hearts. Dismiss us, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen.